0: Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Internet Strangers podcast. I am joined today by not Cammy, but uh, a possession of him by uh, a mortal being. Uh, our number one fan has leapt into the studio and possessed. It's my brother Leo.
1: Hello, it's me. I know there's been much talk of me, my name thrown around occasionally, you know lurking in the background but here i am here he is standing the for big cammy d big cammy d who's away way he's, he's yeah he's up to antics you know up to antics. Cammy d antics you can't can't expect him to to always be be ready he's got he's got to do his own thing on his big 3d adventure you can't uh, the a, 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 a wise man once said
0: you can't tie a man down when he's always Covered in grease. <laughs> <laughs> <It's the
1: honourable. laughs> what wise man is that?
0: I don't know. Desmond Tutu uh, Des- said that. I thought it was uh, Gandhi. And you can quote me on quoting that. So, uh, uh, yeah. So he is, he is away. So um, Leo has possessed his mortal coil. Yeah. And is going to be filling in. Um, we uh, have spoken about him muchly uh, on this podcast. He is deep within the lore. He is the one and only person who defeated Sands, uh rumoured but now confirmed as he is mm. living being
1: You've also mentioned uh my physical properties. You've also you know, talked about how well toned I am, that I have. as much a, a combination of possibly, you know, the three different Chris's from the MCU, you know, <laughs> I have a very I'm i am i have got, you know, a lot to me. I'm a very it, muscular it, man. It and, does
0: have to be said, but uh, also he does buy guinea pigs solely because he seen the movie G <laughs> Force. So. That's a lie. That's
1: messed up. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I saw the we, movie G Force shortly because before of it. A he wanted to buy guinea pigs. That's, so that's not, fine
0: though. It's fine. But
1: it might have slightly influenced my decision to buy a guinea pig. But there's no oh, way. Okay, absolutely well, no way. That... We have it here, folks. He said it live no, on no, air, so. no.
0: Um. Anyways. Uh. That's uh. That. Case closed, and now we're going to move on to introduce our guest. So this is Davis, a.k.a. That That Gamer Gamer Guy. Uh, So yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, You're joining us all the way from Utah, is that correct? Uh, Yeah. Utah, I've I've never spoken to anyone in my life from Utah, so you are, congratulations, the first person to make my quiz. You might
1: have, and just not known.
0: I might have, that's true. I... Well, you can't really tell. What? What Utah? What's a What's a dead giveaway from someone from Utah? Um, any identifiers? M- uh, Mormon. <laughs> 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 I've seen a bunch of Mormons. They used to sort of camp outside my university. So, so yes, yeah, so uh, maybe, maybe then. Yeah. Maybe Perhaps. they were from Utah. To be I fair, tried. they were American. Mm,
2: yeah, there's probably a pretty high chance that they're from Utah then. Oh wow! Well, there you go. Are you Mormon? Uh, no, I'm Christian.
0: Okay, okay. So, uh, now that we've established the main identifier of Utah, uh, <laughs> we'll move forward swiftly. Uh, and so, I, I mean, I asked you a bit before uh, we started recording, but um, uh, anything you'd sort of wanted, you know. Anything you've got going on um currently? How's uh work situation with all this pandemic? Anything like that? What have you been up to? I've just like been chilling out the
2: whole time. So I don't have a job right now. And uh so
0: I've just been like playing games, being in my bed watching TV. The dream. The dream. Mm. Yeah. So not, not the American dream, but a dream that many people have in America. So.
2: Yeah, it's my dream too. <laughs> <laughs> so what what you been playing or watching? Um so I just recently 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 finished um Adventure Time for like the mm. second time. Oh, and right, that's cool. really fun. Do you know um, um,
1: I watched a bit I, I used to watch Adventure Time uh, a lot when I was a bit younger but I, I kind of just, you know, fell out of it from finding other things and just like, you know, growing up and that, but um, I was really into it, sort of like early doors. And uh, last night, I don't know if you've you've seen uh, Midnight Gospel by yeah. the, the guy who animated Adventure Time. I don't know if you know it. It was on Netflix recently. Um, oh, I, I don't really use Netflix very much. So I might check well, it out, though. Um, I'd, I'd, it's essentially an animated podcast. But what it does with that concept, it really, uh, really expands on it. And uh, I just... I, I, I thought it really it hits hard and it, it does so much with really simple concepts. It's really great. So if you like Adventure Time, it's worth giving that a go just on the basis of the same animator. But uh, what, what did you think of Adventure Time overall? Um, I thought it was really good. I like how
2: they went from like no lore at all and just like silly goofy things to being
1: very lore-filled. See, um, I've never even... I've not gotten that far, so does it get pretty... Uh, intense <laughs> um yeah it does
2: around season 5 4 or somewhere around there um it starts yeah. getting like intense and there no, there's actual know. threats to everybody I didn't, I didn't know that it went there
1: because there was a mushroom war there was some weird war I remember because there was like there was weirdly out of sort of like serious episodes it was like ice king and like oh where did he come from or like Finn got like kidnapped by a bunch of weird gnomes and they did like weird experiments on him. There's always really weird episodes like that, but um I know it gets more like um to an overarching plot, which I didn't even reach that point. I, when I was watching it it was still just them kind of uh, having silly games and jumping around and having fun. So yeah. I presumably they stop having as much fun towards the <laughs> end.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that that's about right.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny I think your voice kind of sounds to me like a voice that would be in Adventure Time I don't know
1: I see what you mean actually you have like a a sort of mischievous timbre (laughs) mischievous innocent
0: yeah exactly thank you yeah Uh, well yeah I mean I hope you take it as a compliment I don't know if everyone would but definitely sounds to me like I don't know
1: do you have a favourite character um not really
2: all the characters were really good in my opinion, and I just like kind of kept it at that.
1: That's ah, <laughs> totally fair. The correct. So, I don't know if that. I would say it's it's got to be it's got to be uh, the little squirrel, the little squirrel in that random episode <laughs> who, uh, Jake. I can't even remember, but I upset. It's like Jake keeps forgetting his uh, his name. He's like, "Do you remember me, Jake?" And then he goes, <laughs> no, and he, and he, he just like frosts at the mouth and just launches at him and goes, I hate you. And so <laughs> he's and, in for like one episode, but he's yeah, but that's a good character. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> number one. He reaches my watch, watch Mojo, Mojo number Jones. one Adventure Time characters.
0: <laughs> so uh, what you've been playing then? Um. So I've been playing a lot of Terraria.
2: Like because 1.4 just recently came out Mm -hmm. and I've been wanting to beat it with
0: every single class. So that's fun. Nice. And um Do you know this might be a good segue into our first choice?
1: Yeah, probably. Mayhaps. I if if we're gonna jump straight into Terraria, um I have a, a question about it, which is I don't know anything about Terraria. Um, to the like, I've never played it. I just know about it based on like very like various screenshots. So if if a, if I as a super simpleton was to say, oh Terraria, two D Minecraft, right? How how much is that like a frustrating statement and um, off the mark in terms of like sort of the debate of like Skyrim and um, comparing Skyrim to like Breath of the Wild, where they have like similar properties but they're like completely different games. Would you say in, like, a 2D Minecraft, would you say that that's, like, simplifying uh, what Terraria is? Or, I don't know. So, for me, I know that a lot of people get, like, super
2: frustrated about it. Hmm. And me, I, like, I understand where people who say that are coming from, especially if they haven't even played it before. Because they're both sandboxes where you upgrade your gear. But, um, usually I would go and play Minecraft more for building Hmm. And then I would play Terraria for fast-paced action, defeat bosses
1: kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting because, like I said, I really don't know anything about it. So presumably, while obviously combat is a part of Minecraft, it's not. It's not very much. Uh, it's not very intense. It's very like ba ba ba. And you would say that there's more um, action combat because even when you were you were mentioning before about classes. I didn't even know that that was an aspect of the game. So how? what does the average Terraria game go like, I, I suppose, if I'm like a, a student and I need to be taught? <laughs> um, so usually
2: an average Terraria game goes, before you start, you make your character and you make the world, which you can add in a seed. And um, there's a something called the Corruption and something called the Crimson, which they classify as the world evil. And you can choose whatever that is. then you can shoot, you make the choice of a difficulty, which is either Journey, which is, like, super easy. You can change the time of day. It's sort of like a creative mode, but you have to actually get an amount of the item before you can make infinite of the item. Um, And then there's Normal, which is just, like, normal everything. um, Regular stats. And then there's Expert, which gives the bosses more AI mechanics and, like, buffed health and um attack and stuff like that. And then there's master which just buffs their health and attack and just like everything like that. It just buffs that way up.
0: So how common is it for people to play it on master? Have you ever played it on master yourself? Or?
2: Um yeah, I just recently beat a run through on master and oh. if you don't have like a hard drive, you can easily
0: like just give up on master mm, that is me that was 100 that would 100 <laughs> be me i would not be doing that
1: i i can't imagine myself getting very far and you uh, say yeah. that but it depends on the right thing because you've done like uncharted crushing and that yeah so, uh, well it's not like the pinnacle of gaming difficulty i feel like it's like you still need to like push yourself to to do it because it's like you're dying yeah
0: if i if i had the right motivation if i got really into it i haven't actually played it i have been tempted to uh i've seen a couple of people uh you might actually be the tipping point that makes me finally download it because it's in the steam summer sale so i might do it but I, i've seen a couple of people mention it. a previous guest in the show i know really likes it Adsy, Adsy gaming actually did a video on it uh, so uh, people should. In fact, I'll link that in the description uh, because it'll be good if people listen to you talk about uh, Terraria and they they might want to play it after hearing you. Uh, there's another good video uh, on it by a channel called Ads the Gaming, which I'll, I'll link in the description. Um, but it's sort of again it gave me an insight on on why people sort of uh, why people play it and why it's so successful because it is so successful isn't it like there's a i remember in the video they talked about this update and how it's like it created such a such a surge uh have have you been enjoying the recent update um i've been enjoying it like a, a ton
2: and it's just like i don't know it's one of the best things that i've seen in an update for terraria
1: and Terraria. <laughs> I mean, voice of simpleton again, but um, what does this update entail? How much has it changed? What does it do?
2: <laughs> so, basically, they've added, like, a ton of new mechanics. They've added some new mini-biomes, like, for example, the graveyard. Because um, when you die, your character drops a grave. And now, if you get enough of the graves together, it makes a graveyard. Um.
1: Also, That's speaking sad. of graves... <laughs> <laughs> that's sad. sad. I, I don't know what the the whole uh the whole thing is with this new update. That's that's upsetting. I would prefer that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was having a really bad day in a coffee shop and
0: jotted down the idea in a napkin. Like, if you just keep dying, a graveyard. Oh my God. Sorry. Continue. No.
2: <laughs> so, if you break the graves, a ghost comes, which is. Uh, what I assume is your old ghost coming to kill you, which is which is also very
0: very happy. I swear it is. Yeah, that's horrifying. Oh <laughs> <laughs> These guys had some dark dark times. That's awful. Just, like, just like the other guy at the coffee shop, like, oh yeah, that's a cool idea. What if the possessed soul of your previous life tried to take your own?
1: That also might have been a good distinction between this uh, from Minecraft. Is that Minecraft is generally known to be as a peaceful experience where terraria sounds like a nightmare harrowing hell feel where your own soul comes back from the dead to to take your own to take your life again again well bit. yeah
2: you in one point of the game you literally have to go to the underworld to defeat a giant wall of flesh that is the guardian of the world damn that sounds <laughs> like that think
1: so, uh, yeah that thing from Torchwood, the big horrible, just fleshy no. wall that stops people from <laughs> dying. Wall of flesh, right? Maybe not. So another
0: distinction might be not not one for the kids, maybe I guess. I mean, no. it's pixely,
1: I suppose a fleshy wall can only be so fleshy. I mean, in pixel. Form. Like, I'm what I'm liking the sound of the. It sounds like it's got a lot more RPG elements than I initially thought. I mean, if you when you think of terraria and you think like okay this game has given me all these hours of fun like why what if you were trying to sell it to someone being like oh, why should i play terraria what do you think are like the best aspects of it why do you have so much fun with this game so i think one of my
2: favorite parts about it was just like you can go at your own pace and you have a lot of choices for how you want to play
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and like if you don't want to fight some of the bosses and just completely skip them. You don't have to fight a lot of the bosses. You can just skip them. And um, also, like I was mentioning earlier, there's classes where there's there's the summoner, which is like you get these staffs and you can summon things to fight for you. There is the ranger, which uses guns and bows. There's the warrior, which focuses on being able to tank hits and getting close and smacking them with like swords and maces. And then there's the mage, which uses magic weapons and um, has to upgrade its mana by getting mana stars.
1: So kind of this idea of like replayability where you can sort of like, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get to follow, but I mean, that idea of like, you can start a new progress and kind of do your own thing with it. Every time it's kind of, even though it's the same game, it's slightly different. And then with this one, you have all these different classes, all these different options. It's pretty, like, open-ended for, uh, yeah, I guess a sort of... I don't I don't want to say, because it's not linear. I mean, it's like you're... I, I would assume you have a greater goal in this, but it is... You are making your own goals, right? Um,
2: so half of the time you are making your own goals, half of the time you are going off of the game's goals and what it wants you to do.
1: All right, so half and half. Uh, do you... Is that, like, one of the things that you like about the game, that there's, like, sort of a bit of both? So it's not, like, a completely free, like, do whatever you want. There's sort of, like, a bit of, like, oh, you should do this. You should do this. But then also, you know, you can kind of combine it with a sort of I'll do my own thing as well. Yeah,
2: I really like that because um, it just, like, it makes you feel like you've accomplished something, but it also makes you feel like you've created something and have done something out of your imagination
1: hell yeah that sounds cool as hell i mean do you like is when when you think like terraria is it like a multiplayer how much does that play into it right so could you have you played a lot of this by yourself or do you solely play it multiplayer or is it a bit of both how much does that contribute to kind of your overall experience of the game so
2: um, I, I've played a bit half and half on multiplayer and solo also, so um, I think I have a bit of a good insight on this. And they're both really enjoyable, and for multiplayer, nothing really changes except for a bit of, like, HP up, But also, you get to help your friends reach their goals, and... Like, just have fun together, which in solo is you're just reaching for your goals, but it takes less time because you only have to work for your goals and the game's goals. Um,
0: yeah, that sounds... I mean, I, I think if I did end up playing it, I'd probably likely do it at multiplayer. I can't see myself. I mean, I could probably, probably do it like solo if I got into it, but I think it would definitely start out as multiplayer that i just tend to have more fun in those sort of environments yeah so did you how long have you been a terraria player for did you play it when it came out or recently get into it um
2: so i played it so they've had four major updates um 1.1 1.2 on on. um and so i think i started playing around 1.2 and i've played on the xbox and on the computer, so I have six hundred and nine hours on the computer, and probably like three hundred on the Xbox. Ooh,
1: oh, damn. <laughs> that, that's how much thousands. there is to
2: do in that game. I still don't even have all
0: the achievements.
1: Holy shit! <laughs> holy,
0: that's getting a holy shit for
1: me. See, yeah. What keeps you coming back, and what make gives you that? Is it you just constantly like kind of having fun with it, so you just keep coming back?
2: Yeah, so, was, I like, the thing that keeps me coming back is just, this is just such a great game, and I just have so much fun with it, and sometimes my friends start getting into it, so I go and I play with them and I help them, and um, getting all the achievements and doing all of those things, that gets me coming back. Um, There's just, like, so many things that keep me coming back to the game and playing it
1: yeah I suppose with with any good game uh you have all these outside things that, you know in your day-to-day life that you've got to get done but then when you're playing a game ideally you want to be in a in a point where you just that's that's the only thing that matters at that point right so if I was yeah. to like play Donkey Kong country I'd be like okay I go get go get those bananas I'm no longer worried about or trying to do this or that I'm just like okay all that matters right now is I keep dying and I want to save donkey kong or whatever so if you're playing terraria then it's just that motivation to do all these things and accomplish these things and it just it it means a lot to you in that moment and that's kind of what a a good game that can especially that amount of hours to keep you coming back especially when it's not like something like league of legends you know i can understand why it has so many hours but it's almost like you can you can definitely play a game and sort of play it until you get fatigued of it Whether, with Terraria, it sounds like, you know, you really have to sink that many hours out of just a genuine love for playing the game and experiencing it, you know? Yeah. Um, Which is nice.
0: You know, I I think a combination of you and, uh, as mentioned before, my good friend, uh, Adzi, has uh, convinced me uh, I I need to finally give this game a shot. So, I will... um, live live on air add this game to my basket on steam
1: damn this nice exciting, exciting stuff
0: three pound 49 in the steam summer sale. i don't know about
1: that max that's that's some hefty what's uh,
0: terraria four pack would you Good. say
1: that three pound 49 was was worth the 600 and odd hours that you put into it yes <laughs> Because, I don't know, but that doesn't seem like a, a lot of hours for £3.49 to me. <laughs> I don't know, I expect Only at least a thousand. Thousand. Yeah. I pounds I had a friend, right, actually, and his mum never played video games, like, at all, ever. But she had, uh, <laughs> she had Plants vs. Zombies on her desktop, and she used to just play it every day, just rinse it. And, like, we'd come in and she'd just be, like, watching the news and she'd be rinsing Plants vs. Zombies. And uh, one time me and Chris were like, I wonder what her uh, playtime is. And it was 1,036 hours at that time. And she kept playing it on afterwards. 1,036 hours in Plants vs. Zombies. How do you get that many hours on Plants vs. Zombies? (laughs) I don't know. But just the incentive of, like, I guess she just finished it and was like, well, what now? Again, I guess. (laughs) Just, you know... Uh, and we uh, like,
0: googled like Plants vs Zombies Two, nothing. I guess again. I mean, it, should it, should tell her about Garden Warfare. I, <laughs> I should tell her <laughs> definitely.
1: I could just imagine her sweating Garden Warfare. But part of me is like, I feel like Garden Warfare. You'd be like really grubby and like just like sweating over that game, where they're like there was something like like a a mindfulness mentality of like the way that she went on every day and did the same thing and like she wasn't doing it for like gamer score for anything other than just she just wanted to she enjoyed it and it was just some kind of plants versus zombies beautiful mindfulness mindset you know it was uh it was something but yeah. that like yeah 1036 hours that i mean she must have broken some high scores something in that <sighs> time not, not that it would matter to her, her, her zen know. mind. Plants vs. Zombies. No. How many days is that? How many days is that? Like, 11, and believe 000, me, like, when I say 1036. 10, like, she played that game a lot more. Like, 43 more.
0: days. She played it for over a month. <laughs> real time. Dude. Because we month. used to just
1: come downstairs. I don't know if you know the soundtrack to Plants vs. Zombies, but just be like. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> dude, dude, I dude and you just hear it like in the dead of night just like as the day got went over and it was just like well you just hear it just the just downstairs to the walls <laughs> it was really good
0: well i honestly don't think i've i think well actually i don't know if this would maybe serve as a good segue i feel like I feel like you've you've done Terraria just do you have any more questions you want to ask about Terraria?
1: Um I mean I was, for it, not also. really I just was I was curious about what the music sounded like, but particularly if you had anything else that you were like, oh I really want to say about this game, that's all that really matters. Is there anything you feel that you've not talked about Terraria wise? Um,
2: there's one more thing is that they have a great mod community. And right. Terraria was able to notice that, so for one point four, they added in um a free dlc for t mod loader which is basically the go-to for downloading the mods so you have terraria and then you have the t Mod loader which is just terraria modded and it's really cool and i like how they noticed that and added it in
1: yeah no that's that's always great when they uh, embrace that sort of mod side of things because it's just like it's fans who just care about the game and they're really putting in their free time to do cool stuff with it and so when they embrace that and make it part of the games that's great that's nice to hear that's really yeah. cool they did that with the only other game that i've played they've done it with tons of games but uh i haven't i don't play games i played games but recently they've been a bit older ones so the most i can think is like hat and time they did that they had a little option on the menu and there was like it just went straight to all these little mods people had done but that's mostly aesthetic stuff, you know, like hats and that, you know, just a
0: Yeah, that stuff. That's, cool, that's
1: cool, It's pretty cool, though. Well,
0: not yeah, I always like when developers sort of... I don't know, it feels like now there's like this sort of culture of like, I don't know, developers becoming like less in tune with the sort of like the player and its audience. And I feel like it's uh, a lot of the times the indie developers that kind of get it right, like because they're it's the indie developers that are like ran and completely comprised of gamers, like the people who are playing it. Whereas a lot of the time, big corporations are are fronted by like big suits, uh, that like you know they're just they, they don't even play the games that they they make. So it creates this sort of disconnect. But when it's like a smaller sort of indie style game uh even when it gets really big like terraria i feel like there's still sort of the the core focus at, at at heart yeah
1: what's like a cool mod like what what mods have you used or yeah i don't know any cool mods from it
2: um one that i'm using right now is calamity which um the last boss um there, So there's really nothing to do after the last boss unless you're like really into building or if you need to finish up achievements. But Calamity just like adds a whole new game after the last boss. And that's probably widely regarded as um one of the best mods to play with if you're playing with mods.
1: What does it do? Is it just like a is it is it more than like just an extra boss or is it like what does the add after the final boss?
2: So they add in lore, they add in weapons that you can get even before the last boss. They add in new potions, they add in more health. They um they add in, like, 10, five to ten new bosses. Um, shit. Like, a ton of new music, new places.
1: Um, Holy um, shit. It I adds in just so much stuff. I see what you mean with this. It's It's very it's very cool when i don't know i feel like it's so easy with that stuff because it's like created by just like people people just you know like the the players right so it's that it should feel pretty like tacky or at least somewhat like oh this was not made by the people who made the game this is you know like an add-on this is like you know suspend your disbelief but when it sort of like has been made so well that it just transcends that and it just seems like a like genuine like dlc or an extension of it and that was made by like people at home who just love the game that's that's crazy i can't even imagine uh how much it was taken just to make all that and put in the game yeah uh, it must
0: have
2: taken so long
0: <laughs> crazy uh well without further ado i i think we should go on to the second choice if that's all right with you uh yeah uh which would you like to talk about next
2: um i think i'm gonna save my favorite for last so let's do zombies
0: nice 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 uh call of duty zombies so the i would even go as far to say potentially cultural phenomenon that is maybe a bit strong.
1: No, maybe. I don't. Well, maybe <laughs> C- cultural. I feel I, it, was, it is a phenomenon. It is. Cultural is a pretty intense word, but yeah.
0: If sure. you went to high school in the 2010s, uh, you most definitely had people talking about zombies, playing zombies after school. Uh, it, it just, it became so big from such a simple concept. Uh, I mean, in a game genre that was already sort of In a game genre, and a game franchise that was already sort of, uh, you know, uh, famous in its own rights. It had its own little uh, subculture. So I'll let you uh, talk about uh, why it is you love Call of Duty Zombies, Davis. You you take the floor. (laughs) Okay, so I I like it because um, it just like,
2: it has so many fond memories of when I was younger. But it also, it has things to do. It has Easter eggs. Um, It has different setups that you can use. It has different guns. And I personally don't like going for high rounds, which is just you kill zombies until you get to a high round. Mm-hmm. I, I like going for the Easter eggs and like doing stuff. And
0: yeah, I'm the complete same. Complete same.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you have a specific zombies in mind or is it just in general the zombies over the course of the i don't want to say cod universe that's not not right Co- but Co- cod franchise Cod verse. <Co-verse. laughs> <In laughs> you can say that because so in multiple of them I'll,
2: I'll invest
1: yeah i'm I, as much <laughs> as much as a terraria i'm also an, an, an imposter here so uh i will refer to it as the the cod the verse the c the cc you called...
0: <laughs> called Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is quite cinematic.
1: Yeah, for sure. But yeah, sorry. Uh, did you have any specific zombies in mind from any specific... I also was wondering yeah.
0: that.
1: It's okay. So,
2: just... my, my favorite... So, I, I'm i probably mostly going to be talking about my favorite, which is Black Ops 2. But yes. I, I think that all of the zombies are pretty good. Black I, Ops 4 kind of like
0: dipped down, but... yeah not the worst i didn't
1: even know
0: uh, there was a fourth black ops uh, <laughs> i i i was uh i was uh saying i was thinking please say black ops 2 please say black ops 2 because i have played the other zombies but i have played so many hours of call of duty black ops 2 zombies i can't even i mean not like i mean to be fair you've just put all of my fucking hours of play into shame with your terraria playtime but <laughs> i don't i don't have my play time for black ops 2 but it uh it was a long long time and i i do love that game so let's uh you know why black ops 2
2: um
0: so i think that
2: they added a lot of innovative in- innovative there we go mm-hmm. innovative stuff for future zombies like in origins how they had the elemental staffs Oh. and then after that they started like doing elemental bows, elemental gauntlets and just like I like mm-hmm. that kind of became something that Call of Duty did and it all started in Black Ops 2 and um, I also really like the characters that they were using in Black Ops 2 and almost all of the maps were really good
0: um, yep, yep, I, to, to this day
1: that's the one with the bots, right? And yeah, so there.
0: Right, let, let's go through the maps. Let's try to re- recall them all, Davis, between us. So Transit. We've got Transit, which was um, to start off one. I played Transit in town initially before all the DLC came out. Yeah, there you?
2: was Buried, which is
0: buried. Yeah. the one
2: that I probably played the most. Uh, Mob of the Dead.
1: I, yeah, Mob, Mob of the, of the Dead.
0: Dead. Um, uh, Big, Zumble Rise.
1: Mashup. Big Zumble mashup.
0: Die Rise, Die Rise, yeah. <laughs> big Zombo mashup. Yeah, the, big, the Big Zombo the Parade. Big, the Big zombie Parade. That was the one. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think we've covered them all, right? There was, yeah, I also said Origins are weird, so. Origins, uh, origins um, yeah. Origins, I think, is the one I ended up playing the most in the end. Uh, I mean. You know what? There what was, was, was also Nuketown. Say? Oh, Nuketown, yeah, so there was. See,
1: I, I, there I was. I was sitting there, I was thinking, you know, Nuketown, you know. Because I'm the elite cod gamer here, I've, <laughs> I've, I'm playing it currently right now. Uh, While well, this podcast, I can't can't stop. I've all. Leo's the wired in. And use use Miss Nuketown, the the most f- famous, dare I say it, zombie map. Is that? Wait, Nuketown. Okay, was a okay, I'm gonna man. confuse myself. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Leo, Leo's attempt to be highly sarcastic <laughs> no. is,
0: is gonna end up in <laughs> confusing himself.
1: Rebeal, revealed myself as a sham because I'm very confused. <laughs> Nuke the one with the the not man, mannequins like dummies, but that's yeah. not zombies. That's normal.
0: Yeah, that's Damn. that's that's the multiplayer. But they made a zombies map of it because it was so successful. Yes.
1: See, yeah. I have a question because I mean it's a similar one to the Ask for Terraria, but I want I want answers more so with this one, okay? Because it's a search from a soul, and this is <laughs> that my friends were very much into zombies and. I would go around to my friend uh, Chris's house and him, yes, singular. Chris, my singular friend, no, Chris and Daniel, <laughs> he, they would play zombies and I would like sort of lose attention after a bit and kind of want to do something else or whatever, you know, but they would just like, you know, they would get to the end of a match and then they would just be like, they've got to play more, they've got, and they've got, you know, they've got to do something else and it would just suck all this time out of the day, you know. And they would just have an absolute ball and they would, just, keep, they would just keep going. And every time the little characters would say something like, you know, like, if I die, you die, you know, they would just repeat They would just, they could not, the, the idea of getting fatigued of zombies was impossible. So I wonder, do you, did you experience that same kind of like, oh, just one more and keep going back? And if so, like, what is it about zombies that is just like, that i've got to do it one more time i've got to keep going and just like you can lose so many hours into it so
2: i've experienced that with friends but i haven't really done it personally because when when you're just playing by yourself you can Mm -hmm. get fatigued pretty easily because if you're not doing an easter egg you're just blowing off heads getting more ammo blowing off Mm -hmm. heads getting more ammo until you die but i'm with friends they can make it funny um, you can talk together, you can. Like, it's just playing together is probably one of my favorite things about zombies.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. I think, uh, from my point of view, uh, there are three things that make uh, that sort of one, that addictive uh, sort of rush, like that you want to keep going, keep going, keep going. Like one of them you mentioned is the Easter eggs because there it gives it an objective and it's like I don't know it's just so fun to try and do it because there are like so many random steps involved. You know once you it's like oh if you almost get it you're like oh come on we're close we're close we've almost got it now and you want to keep playing. Uh, but uh, if you're not doing that, another thing I find is um, gives it a lot of replayability is both the random box and the pack a punch. So. I feel like that really gives a uh, sort of motive to to play a game because, especially when you're first sort of getting into it, I found, because I just I just want to know what all the Pack-A-Punch weapons are. So like, I like doing like sort of runs or playthroughs where I use a weapon I never used before just so I can find out what the Pack-A-Punch version of that weapon is. And it's just, I don't know, I find it so inherently fun trying to, like, maybe it's like a map you've done loads of times, but like you're now trying to do it with this weapon and like you pack a punch it and it's like oh you find out it's amazing or you find out it's complete trash and you've got like no money and then you're like oh fuck that (laughs) let's go again
2: yeah that's another fun thing with it
1: you've always been one for random stuff that's always like kept going back to things it's like even sometimes if I'd see you playing a game I'm like, oh, it's it's clear you're not having fun with this anymore. If you're just like, I, I could get my mod pods on Sonic Racing. Yeah. <laughs> <that> going...
0: <laughs> Me and cat, uh, my, my uh, actual co-host, when he's not Actually, not, not a fraud brother. Not my fraud brother. Uh, but we've been playing Sonic Team Racing this week a lot. I don't know why. We decided to go halfies on it because it was on sale. And uh, we've I don't know we've been bashing it on the hard and there's these things called mod pods, short for modification pods, I guess, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they give you like it's like loot boxes essentially for children. So.
1: But it does its, it does its magic. Yeah, you know I, mean? I I love uh,
0: randomness. I like random box. It's iconic. The ra- that the random box is iconic.
1: I mean, I've seen I've seen the best of what that game can do to you and the worst and that, you know, your eyes light up at like racing along with Sonic's pals and like, oh man, taking turns, and just the seething, boiling hatred of this game is right. out to get me and it wants to make me miserable. It's brutal. I've seen the human condition and in, in all its <laughs> best and worst from Sonic Team Racing. Um,
0: One thing I will say about Sonic Team Racing, and then we're going to uh, drift. Uh, Mm -hmm. back to uh, black ops 2 is that is that it's called the team in sonic team racing is a cancerous word that eats the game from the inside because it what becomes with the word team is your two teammates (laughs) that you have to win the fucking race with okay now i'm playing it (laughs) and on hard difficulty okay which is a personal choice but that's because the three difficulties are normal hard and expert and i don't like going on normal difficulty when it's clearly easy difficulty but it's just like i feel patronized by the the freaking sega because they're too scared to call it easy normal hard so i'm playing hard (laughs) which is the normal difficulty it's the middle one and it is literally impossible to win a race unless you come first right, because it accumulates the score of you and your two teammates, okay? So I play Sonic and my two teammates are Knuckles and Tails, okay? Now, if I come second or third, you can bet your bottom dollar (laughs) that they're gonna be like ninth and twelfth. And guess what? (laughs) That's not enough points to win the fucking race. So I lose. I came second out of twelve people, and I lose.
1: I don't know. I mean, from from the way I see it, you know, you did this to yourself. You picked the difficulty. Even right? when you win, oh, even I, when you I, win. This is what I mean about the human condition. You know, I, the best and and the worst. Clearly, the the worst <laughs> of.
0: I literally came first the other day, and it would. It's a team game, okay? So it would go that. You sort of work as a team, and and if one does well, then we all do well. No, I also pass all my items to them, and it's not even enough. I pass all my items to them. I won, and tails was twelfth. He's last. I don't even. I have nothing else to say in that matter, but it's um, been building up.
1: It's clearly, it's clearly been pent up. Other uh, and you yeah. releasing, which but is it, good. That's healthy. It means that you know <clears> you don't have to let yes. damage you anymore. In a way, and at least you're going through mm. it with someone else. You know, big Cammy yeah. D, so he can he can relate.
0: Exactly, be a fun game. Check it out if you're into racing games. I have. know uh, yeah, uh, Black Black Ops Two. Black Ops Two. Oh. Let's let's as I say, drift, pivot, steer back to Black Ops Two.
1: I. Um. I was gonna ask mm-hmm. about the story. So you were talking about Easter eggs, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of those are story focused, but did you when you were playing it originally, did you? have a great deal of care, did you give a shit about the lore, the story, that they kind of like, you know, pepper in through stuff? Because my friends like ate that shit up, they couldn't- they uh, couldn't get enough of it.
2: Yeah, so, at first, lore was like, nothing to me. I was like, yeah, I don't care about Mm. the lore, I just want to like, do the easter eggs and have fun. Mm. But then, as I started doing more easter eggs and seeing more cutscenes, I just started noticing that the lore was actually very interesting. And kind of complicated, and I like complicated stuff, so of course, I went and watched like five two hour videos on the lore of <laughs> Black Ops 3 zombies. <laughs>
1: I mean, that's the only way, isn't it? You know, at some point in time, you've got to, you know, deep dive into <clears throat> some YouTube videos, watch some video essays on why Tarzan was uh, not as powerful as the other Disney movies, you know? I don't even know why you're watching them, you just do it anyway. But it's, uh, I- I feel like, I, I, you might have to remind me on that somewhat of what story, I'm not going to make you do a whole two hour black up story recap, but all I really remember from my friends talking about it, specifically was the like Dr. Maxis and he had like a daughter and stuff and I remember because we quoted it a lot. There's like a scene with Doctor Maxis, and, and I think this was before Black Ops, but it might have. Uh, it, it was in that one where they used the one where you get like the window waffle, and there was like a big. I don't know, but essentially, Doctor Maxis, like he closes the door on one of his friends, and someone closes the door on him, and they go goodbye, Doctor Maxis, and then they close the door, and he's like, no, <laughs> it's like an audio tape. It's really dramatic, but we used to use that. We had this sort of like TIG like game where you would have like a soft ball. And if you were hit by it, you were it. Which is very simplistic, but essentially we we really took this seriously. Like if you were it, people ridiculed you, you know. My, my friends would just like, and we couldn't stand it. So you, even sometimes I would hit someone with a ball and then you would just go home. You would li- legitimately halfway through the day of your friends, you would just Jesus go Christ. home because you didn't want to be left <laughs> <laughs> the one who, who was it at the end of the day. And uh, what we used to do is sometimes like you would throw the ball at someone and then you'd, you'd get hit and you go, oh my God, I've got to hit someone, I've got to hit someone with the ball. And you'd look up and my friend would just go, goodbye, Dr. Maxis. And he would close the door and lock it. And there was <laughs> nothing I could do because it was his house. I couldn't get in. Everyone was in the house. So I would like walk around for like 10 minutes and then you just have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and and oh. you know, when you're on the other side of that, when you were the one saying, goodbye, Dr. Maxis, and you would close the door and lock it, you know, there was tremendous power there. But you know to be on the receiving end of that was like you know, being, it was awful and um, but that was frequently quoted in terms of it, it just if we played any sort of like outside game if it, there was always an upper hand if you could go inside and essentially walk the other person out so you did that you know but um again sidetracked a bit but i don't know it, what 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 what, what's going on with the story of, of Black Ops Zombies? What's going on? Give us the abridged... Yes. I mean, I know. What, what part, I guess... Uh, what part did you be like, this is no more Easter eggs, I am invested? How did they grab you?
2: So, basically, I, I after I finished all the Black Ops 3 Easter eggs, y- you find out that there was, like, these old Celestial Beings. And I was like, Celestial Beings you've got me right there <laughs>
1: that is pretty intense i didn't even i didn't know about I'd, that i've
0: to be honest with you i've not played black Ops three zombies well i played my it once favorite. sorry
2: it's my second favorite so i okay. recommend you play it.
0: not right,
1: okay. what did well. they look like the celestial or is it purely audio so
2: one of them was it, it, he looked kind of like an old man Oh, and the other one, <laughs> the other
1: one—it's not as exciting as I well. anticipated. <laughs> they, they looked really. like Ed, Ed, and Eddie from the cartoon network TV show. <laughs> <laughs> um, the
2: the the other celestial being looks—he had like a human body, but his okay. face was a squid.
1: Now, oh. now that's what I'm on about. When that's you said, yeah, when you said "old man," about. I was pretty—I was pretty underwhelmed, but normal See, man with face of squid you. yeah for sure <laughs> uh, yeah now i'm thinking okay that makes a lot of sense you know zombies they're not your average everyday happening. so i would expect uh, some supernatural backgrounds to that kind of stuff i mean i thought yeah. it was just experiments i remember like rick Toffin he was like the guy who called like my service to the illuminati can continue uh, so
2: here's the thing there's like five different zombies universes with all different characters and all different ways of zombies happening. <laughs> so Darn. there is probably one somewhere where um you know what? It was the World War II zombies, which is was Hitler. He was experimenting to make zombies and he
1: did. Right. That's the one I'm familiar with. I mean, were you was that hyperbole or were you being like is that five genuinely five different zombie universes from the Black Ops stuff? So that's
2: what i remember there could be more or less but i remember there being five because there's yeah. the victus the Primus, the ultimus um and and pre-
1: celebrity. one of those has the squid man alien dude responsible yeah. for zombies it, right it was on ultimus that was the squid man alien dude
0: Ultimus is three black ops three yes okay
1: well I mean see you were, you were I was joking earlier with the the called cinematic universe but you know <laughs>
0: apparently I mean I had no idea yeah, I, I guess. yeah
1: there's some kind of splitting timeline thing going on that I didn't know about if
2: they wanted um, to they actually could make a cinematic universe for zombies
0: <laughs> you know what i I genuinely think that would make them a lot of money people would go see that I
1: yeah. don't know how
0: good they would be I don't think very but I think it would be quite hard to capture what they're going. For. I
1: always feel like when you have like, say, for example, I know they're making Uncharted into like some kind of a movie, and it has potential to be good, but like it's already extremely cinematic, right? So mm-hmm. if you had something like zombies and you put it in the right hands, because it's so much like there's really, you can kind of do whatever you want with that. Just like oh, Nazi zombies, you could potentially have like a really, really fun sort of silly action movie, yeah. sort of like head great type style thing do you, do you if know if you're passionate enough do you know what'd be talent. cool
0: like a, a three hour sequence where three of them just sit in a corner of a room in their synchronized positions and just kill zombies and reload and kill zombies and reload and kill zombies, <laughs> and, reload and, kill zombies and reload for like three straight <laughs> cinematic hours hell yeah! 10
1: out of 10 very accurate <laughs> yeah there's just like four hours of one crawling about as you like run around and like upgrade and do everything. Exactly, yeah, do.
0: exactly, exactly.
1: It would so, maybe have to be a sort of Amazon Prime, very very high budget TV show then if you were to really show that. it <laughs> <if you're> sort <laughs> of an artistic really statement, you know? Yeah. And fans would get it and then also people would wonder like, what what does it mean?
0: I, f- I feel like you could have a really good uh, one on transit because you could experience the character arcs and the betrayal that comes when your friend kicks you off the transit bus or the monkeys and you get left behind monkeys. that like you're jumping into the bus and they just close the door and exactly this exactly what like, we'll talk about
2: you feel like the world is against you
0: <laughs> i I've, I've heard there's rumors that uh, i mean this is very much rumors but that the next cod this year is going to be like a sort of a black ops sort of remaster and it's going to have like a remaster of Transit, but I, I don't know how accurate that is. It's probably not true.
2: What I've heard is that um the campaign is going to be about the Cold War.
0: Yeah, I heard that.
2: that the zombies is going to be a remaster of Black Ops 1, but also right. release like not much about the zombies. So unless the leaks are true, then we do not know what the crap is happening at all.
1: I yeah, mean, I think
0: COD's in a good place right now.
1: It's it's in a good place. he's doing well uh, mentally,
0: you know, as a franchise, he's got over
1: the dark times. It's got over the
0: dark times. I mean, you really like Black Ops Three. Black Ops Three was, when I fell out of it. So maybe I should have sticked with it a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I I like I, I like the old ones a lot. Um, I just. There was a period like from, was it Black Ops 3? Could it have been even before then? It was like, I think, what was the last one I properly was into? Maybe Modern Warfare 3 or Black Ops 2, whichever one was most, most recent.
1: Um, you seem a bit, a bit too violent for me, if I'm honest. I, I prefer, you know, stomping on enemies as a large plump plumber. And squishing that, that of more, existence that more seems Leo's more polite to me. Rather than them. Uh, I've never thought about, about with metal but,
0: bullets. I've never thought about that, but mm-hmm. as far as deaths go, imagine <laughs> your last moments on this earth <laughs> being like your head uh being completely met with your f- like feet like as slowly you're getting crushed uh by this like sort of Italian man. And you slowly start to realize that this is your last seconds.
1: And then you're gone from this earth.
2: The last words you hear are Mamma Mia. (laughs) Um,
1: I wouldn't even complain with that. That's (laughs) a pretty good way to go out. Just getting fucking splooshed out of existence by his big, horrible, sweaty plumber feet. Oh, he man. doesn't change no he does not change those dungarees. He's going around, he's he's working up a sweat getting that princess. He's got his yeah. motivations clear. I don't
0: I don't <laughs> want horrible. to think about that. Well yeah, so I guess our next question would be how would you rather go being shot at a la Cod or being crushed out of existence by an Italian man? So
2: more enjoyment would be crushed out of existence by Italian man. Um, m- less painful would be being shot, probably.
1: Suppose it depends on where you are shot, right? But yeah, yes, I guess I'm if gonna...
2: you're if you're shot on the knee and you bleed out, that that's very painful. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's... Yeah,
0: getting crushed by an Italian man also has. But
1: also, weird... we're Sounds making like it an an quite extra... violent, aren't we? But like realistically, it's like a kind of woo you know like it's very cartoony so i imagine if i was crushed by him we're we're you know like they have that uh, achievement in borderlands where it's like my brother was an italian plumber yeah. it's like you jump on them i don't necessarily think uh mario's like violently stomping on people till they die i think he's he's you know he's giving them a little squish and then nope they're gone they stop existed he just kind of <laughs> Gives them a little step and then they're gone. Kind of how you would like accidentally you'd walked on the street and then you realize you've stepped on a snail or a bug, you know? Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah. that's how it be. It's quite humane. I don't want to villainize him. I don't want to do a sort of game theory thing here and, and be like, why is Mario evil? You know, why is Mario
2: a tax evader?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> maybe he pays his taxes. All tax I'm going to say is, I've
0: played a lot of Mario. I ain't never seen him pay one tax. You never. <laughs>
1: that's a good point. <laughs> very rarely pays mercy that's for sure he, <laughs> he never pays mostly mercy mostly kills everything that's in his the, ol- the only
0: currency so. is vengeance his only currency is vengeance <laughs> uh, so uh, do, do you have anything else you want to add on zombies because I've got a feeling our, 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 our next talk might be quite well, a long one possibly some nice memories with zombies I... and
1: friends
2: basically my, my best memory with zombies was me and my brother used to go over to my cousin's for the weekend, and we just, like, pull all-nighters playing zombies together. Hell, yeah.
0: Those and are the best.
2: Yeah.
1: Those are, like, the funnest times that I've had for a while. <laughs> there is something magic about... I, I don't know what it is, but, like, all-nighters in general are pretty magic when you're young, because they seem like this, like, sacred thing, you know, like, it really pulled an all-nighter. And, but also with, with games, like, I think of all-nighters, and I, I instantly... You know go to games and i think of the times you know like playing all night or portal 2 or like you know it's 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 so it's so nice because it's like you've 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 stayed up together and yeah. even when you're tired you like wake each other up because you know you're trying to you're trying to like just you're just having fun and i definitely okay. yeah i guess
0: so. i like being up and you just feel like you're up and no one else in the world that is it's something about like being like up at this time it's like you you have a lot of time that you would not have had yeah i don't know secret just, time yeah exactly it's magic it's like you, it's a struggle but you have to earn it but i love it yeah that, that's a nice nostalgic note to round us off
1: yeah because you know it's like you can definitely I, I feel like because that games especially like have that that feeling of being um, sort of like in quotation marks are like wasted time, but I feel like the most I can think of like when you're just you don't it, it feels the furthest, the furthest away from that is just when you're you don't ask like why you're playing this game. You're just having so much fun and it's having those like sleepovers and just having having a laugh and you just can't put it down. It's really nice. Got nice memory yeah. to that too. Good. So okay. is it without further
0: ado, what is your third choice? um my third choice is far new vegas here comes the money comes money,
1: the money money money
0: money money yeah very good choice <laughs> uh award medal
1: uh round of applause um there's only two of us so the applause would not be very round or no nah, it great. would be
0: very underwhelming so we'll but virtual round of yeah. applause imagine an audience <laughs> full uh i don't know what the what well, the the biggest uh, theater hall in Utah is, but imagine the biggest theater hall in Utah filled with people clapping because of your taste in video games.
2: So... Man, I feel so good right now. <laughs>
0: As you should why. do. As you should. I've I've uh, a lot to say about this game. I love Fallout. Fallout is my favorite game uh, of all time. So uh, why? Do you love Fallout? So I love
2: all the choices that you can make, and again, how it's like different every time. But I also love the big array of weapons. Um, Mm -hmm. I love the setting because one of my favorite settings in games is post-apocalyptic. Post.
1: Yeah, you say yeah. Post-apocalyptic. You said it right. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) That one.
2: (laughs) I'm bad at sports. Um, and just like how they have made iconic enemies like the deathclaw and the Rat Roaches. fuck the deathclaws that <laughs> uh, should give me nightmares and, and like I, super mutants those are also cool I, I know iconic.
1: what you mean in that like a lot of them are mutations pre-existing animals but one thing has like a little tiny tiny little gamer boy watching my brother and his friends play games was that the, watching them play like if they would have something like oblivion it would be like oh orcs and and that and whether it with fallout even though there were mutations of pre-existing things it had their own like category of creatures and it was, it, it was its own world and it just felt so exciting that they had you know this music to it and these these specific creatures and it was its, its own thing like you couldn't really reference fallout to people who hadn't played fallout it wasn't some you know pre-existing world it's really really cool the world that they've made in those games super cool yeah yeah i mean
0: fallout new vegas so i remember i have very strong uh memories associated with this game but uh i i actually had pre-ordered this game from blockbuster My, my local blockbuster uh because i didn't trust uh amazon or game to deliver it so rest in peace
1: Blockbuster. rest in peace blockbuster. Too, too many too many good days after going to tesco yeah just i'm <laughs> bleeding right now for blockbuster yeah <sighs> it's, it's too good, too uh, good
0: i mean so many of my i don't know i I feel very lucky to have grown up with Blockbuster and I'm very sad that it's gone we
1: played, we played uh, Mortal Kombat with them on the last on day on the last day oh, we, I oh, got I, South Park season 4 for like 50p
0: yeah we 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 got very close to the Blockbuster staff because we were there so much and uh, on the last day we played Mortal Kombat with them behind the counter I missed that place uh, time but time. yeah That's so it. I pre-ordered it and uh, the day it came out which is 10 years ago now, which is horrific and makes me feel like time is nothing but...
1: It sort of makes me feel be.
0: horrific, but sort of not, because yeah, I don't know, in my brain, it feels ago. like a very long yeah, time Yeah, but ago.
1: it feels long ago, but it's like half my lifetime ago, so it's just a lot. Yeah, And uh, at that point, I've also spent over half my lifetime, nearly half my lifetime, watching New Girl yeah that was a weird <laughs> that was just a bizarre thought really strange fact yeah but i'm yeah yeah,
0: yeah, so oh, yeah. yes i pre-ordered it from blockbuster and i picked it up and i don't know like i was already a fan i got into fallout 3 uh, a lot and that was my favorite game and it just stay. i always say Fallout free is my favorite game and it's not because i think it's a, a better game i just i have Like when I associate all my a lot of my memories, I associate with getting into Fallout are associated with Fallout Three. But I don't I don't view New Vegas as inferior. I just view it as like much of the same thing. It's just um. So how about you? You you go with one of your favorite things uh, about the game. I mean, you've already just went about and talked about a few things. So how about I'll talk about I guess. My favorite thing about Fallout, I don't know, maybe not favorite, but one of the things I love so much, I think we touched on it a bit earlier, was uh, the music. So this is something for me, and it's actually what my next video is gonna be about, uh, is the, I I feel like it was so important in creating the nostalgia that I have for the game and creating uh, the mood uh, like setting the mood for the game and the the tone. I don't know how the 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 feel. I don't know how you describe it, but uh, having this like you say this sort of post apocalyptic dreary world is a bit more sort of orangey and and deserty in New Vegas. But having this world like set to these like old timey pre war like tunes, like uh, it just creates this sort of Feeling and it's just so unique to that. Like, we were already talking about how it was such a unique world, but putting these songs like from way back when, and like, this is music that I did not have any next to no. I mean, I'd heard obviously like Dean Martin, etc., but like a lot of these tracks I'd heard none of, and I don't know, just it introduced me to a whole new world of music. And I to this day listen to that style of music. I'm very heavily influenced by that game, and especially its music. And I just feel like I don't know there was something so magical about walking from like like one location on the map to another, like that would take ten minutes, which in in another game would be completely boring. Uh, but I feel like this sort of music made it feel like a sort of a journey that was sort of worthwhile and entertaining and fun and it. I don't know. It made passing time on the game a lot easier for me. I just I love the radio. I, my love goes out to the radio.
2: I have really good experiences with the music too, because, mm-hmm. like you said, it was just very, like, trying to find the right words again. Sorry, I'm bad at words. <laughs> no need to apologize,
0: man. Yeah. Um, I have my. I've had my odd. Slips and uh, fuck-ups on this podcast, I mean, but you will <laughs> never know because I edit them out and I sound perfectly articulate. Everyone listening knows that I'm a perfect wordsmith.
1: I am also, like I described earlier, I'm very uh, well-toned and sort of like the three Chris's from the, you know, yada, yada. So I kind of never say the wrong word ever. So I'm kind of perfect. So I can't really relate to your problem there. But <laughs> I have a question. Did you specifically pick Vegas over 3? Was that a choice that you made? Or is it it more that you have nostalgic feelings to Vegas? Or like, sort of, Cammy D, do you think it is the uh, sort of, the better product? Do you prefer Vegas to 3? I mean, it's presumably so, but... So, I think that
2: they're equals in terms Hmm. of how good they are. But I also, I prefer the story and how everything is a lot less
1: serious in New Vegas. Yeah, I um, think that's,
0: that's a fair assessment.
1: That's for sure. I feel like in Fallout 3, it's very, uh, we have to get the, the water initiative. Yeah, we, we have to get water for the wasteland so everyone is safe. And, uh, My boy. I, yeah, I guess you kind of die at the beginning of Vegas, but it's very, it
2: is kind yeah. of silly so in how
1: it handles that. I can see that.
2: Yeah and um that that's why one of my favorite like perks is wild wasteland wild
1: (laughs) wasteland
2: yeah because it's just hilarious going going to an objective and like just listening to big iron or whatever's on the radio i
0: love big irons my i was gonna ask you what your favorite track was from the the soundtrack but i think mine's mine's big iron
2: yeah mine's big iron too
1: i slightly possibly struggle with i like Never All the songs Like Johnny But Johnny Guitar I've developed A, a strange Oops. Hatred isn't the word But just sort of The Do Imitation By Johnny Guitar Johnny Guitar Because the other ones Are so sort of like Boppy and fast paced And, so, and sort yeah, of Like a jungle jungle. You know It's like ooh, You know You're but, like You're out in the wasteland And you're kind of like Oh The, the rhythm It's getting me I'm, I'm grooving yeah. But then Johnny Guitar Is just yeah. very like that,
0: that mood I was talking about earlier That it creates that song kills it. it,
1: it, it yeah. Well, thing is, Where's I want to say because like my friend, <laughs> my friend's dad loves that song, right? And I can, I, I don't think it's a bad song, but it's just there's lots of times in it where it sounds like it's about to end, and then it just goes. I was never a man like my Johnny, and you're like it just keeps keeps coming back. I don't know. <laughs> it kind of scares me. I feel like um, maybe if I just really embrace the fear and listen to it then I would stop skipping it and go into like a different radio but you know it's probably You know, you know what I found probably.
0: crazy uh, I was talking I was like bopping to the song and then I was like why did I recognize this and I was like oh of course I'm going have a radio and I re- realized that Cameron uh, had just like only experienced like he'd didn't know the song because I think he said that he'd only listened to I uh, maybe getting the radio station mixed up but I think he only listened to Diamond whatever. Deal. Diamond City Radio. Uh but yeah, so there's just like all these songs that I guess I don't know. So
1: what what would you say is like you're when you're playing the game are I can only I have a lot of love for New Vegas. I have a tremendous amount of love for New Vegas and Fallout, but it is a strange game in that a lot of my feelings of nostalgia are tied to it from watching other people play the game, either going around to my friends or Max and Max Kami and Max and his friend sort of like Rory. They they played it a lot. and mm-hmm. um, I just wonder how much of it was like you playing through it quite serious, how much of it was like you going on and making silly kind of characters and just kind of like going off like how much do you come back to it was it just like a sort of like you playing through it in one time or do you keep coming back to it and do you keep making like do you do silly characters and just kind of like fuck about on it so the very first
2: time i made a serious character and like actually played through the game but then i kept just like coming back and making random challenges for myself like not being able to use guns um not being able to use like healing items other than stim packs and then I'd make the most outrageous characters. I feel like the only,
1: the only one I can remember it from you, do you have Max and my friends and that? We just make continuous, continuous stream of characters. They just, they, just horrifying <laughs> characters. And uh, I remember there was quite a nice one. He was called Hopeful Harry. He was very lucky. Yeah. He, he relied pretty much solely on luck to get him through the wasteland. Yeah, days. he had
0: like full luck. And yeah, he just, the Hopeful Harry's entire deal was he just, he had no strength, no intelligence, complete idiot. He couldn't, had no agility. He was like completely unfit. But he just knew that somehow he was going to get through this super duper mart without being ravaged by raiders. He (laughs) was just really optimistic. It was really hard from a player perspective. The character itself did not suffer the same insecurities that the player, I, and Cameron did because we knew how under-equipped we were to deal with the situation, but he didn't. He always made it through, but he didn't know the struggles that went behind.
1: (laughs) So was yours a very much uh, a solo experience or did you kind of have that sort of community? Because when I think of follow, it's always kind of, it's either been with my friends or I've been watching uh, Max and his friends play. It's always kind of been a couple people messing around and doing their own stuff. Are you playing it with friends and that, or is this kind of like a solo adventure for you? Usually
2: it's a solo adventure because, like, for some reason, none of my friends like Fallout. Mm. And um, so usually it's a solo adventure, but sometimes I find this guy online. He's like, yo, um, Fallout, am I right? And we talk
1: about Fallout, and that's cool. That's
0: what's happening right here.
1: <laughs> <Hell> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, it's definitely... I do sometimes I, I definitely neglect Fallout because it's not one that I sought my own individual experience with uh, both 3 and New Vegas because I kind of got my experiences from other people playing it and playing it a lot with them sort of at other houses but it, it, it doesn't feel like it feels like I've kind of like watched a lot of people play it and then play it myself sometimes but I really do there's so many hours I've, I've spent on uh, on those games and just having a really good laugh and just like we would always just go really emphasize just like random characters we'd make like huge jokes about them and just constantly go on and on a guy from outside rivet city called carlos he was like a little homeless man who wanted he wanted water that was all he had like two lines but we just started going on and on about carlos and and how much we it sounds horrific but we always used to just kill Carlos <laughs> it didn't matter what he did or how he looked at us he was just destined to die by our hands and um, there's just this game something about this game is just unleashes the perfect sort of like just you just wanted to it's yeah, perfect it, for it, just having it, a laugh it, yeah exactly
0: just, it creates this sort of creativity within you like hmm. I remember uh, I great, had yeah, creativity I, with me, I, I, like. I had a a game that I made up so you know how I can't remember what hotel it is. It's been a while since i played it now, but, um, I, you know, the hotel that is like Mr. House's hotel and you can get an apartment there. Uh, I That's where I would live most of the time. And so my companion was Raul. No. Raul. <laughs> R- Rol? 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 Uh Rol. You know, the ghoul guy. Yeah. Uh, and so he was my companion and I basically had this game... Well, essentially, it just served as a way for me to, to test out all the new weapons I got. But, you know, there'd be a point where you reach in the game and you sank, like, hours and hours and hours into it and you have, like, a chest just full of, like, all of the weapons in the game. And so, I like, I thought it'd be fun, like, sometimes when people come around or, like, I don't know if I'm just bored uh, to experiment with all the weapons. And I had a game called Stop, Drop and Roll, which was basically me killing Rawl in every conceivable way possible with all different (laughs) weapons uh over and over again and loading back and over and over again just testing out the weapons i say we say creativity but it's also i think it's maybe introduces like sadism sadism yeah
1: yeah i see that but I mean, I see that now. <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of see that now. I always, I felt that at the time using like right. the rocket launcher to shoot uh, action figure of Abe Lincoln into poor Carl- Carlos's skull. <laughs> he did absolutely nothing to deserve <laughs> that. I truly felt okay. the
0: There's a new, there's a new fighter being shot, being crushed by an Italian man, or being parted from this mortal plane by an Abe Lincoln figure. Projected at your skull.
1: Huh. I mean, I would probably take the Abe Lincoln one because that sounds like a straight through the skull, quick way out, and also it's like Abe Lincoln. But you know the
0: respectable man. What about about you? What about you, Davis?
1: Uh, I would take the Abe Lincoln because America Exactly. (laughs) That's (laughs) a very good reason. He understands. He gets it. Oh,
0: by the way, it's almost the 4th of July. Happy almost. Freedom Day.
1: Well, thank you.
2: That's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. That
0: is tomorrow. Well, uh, I guess are you particularly fussed about that? You don't sound particularly fussed about that.
2: Um, I, I like all the holidays. I just have a hard time remembering dates. Like Ah,
0: that's fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. I like,
2: don't... my my parents used to be like, Okay, so what do you want to do for your birthday? And I'm like, I don't know. And then like a week before my birthday, I would say Oh, so I know what I want to do for my party,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, because <okay>, <laughs> right, I okay, wouldn't really you. think about it. Well, I think in general, just if you get as you start getting older and you, you experience more and more of the same day, you can still have really nice, meaningful uh, times. say. you can still have good Christmases and good New Years and that. But it's it, they build up to it in the sort of like all oh, this day is happening. You still have that sort of mindset of it's another day, you know. So it's it's easy to just kind of forgetting let the the days go on and be like oh it's my birthday in two days you know as opposed to when you're a kid and it was just like the unbearable waiting of like oh it's christmas and it's like 17 days away and i can't take this yeah
0: hard times
1: eat
2: all the chocolates in the calendar
0: <laughs>
1: exactly the that tastes like paper
0: it was messed <laughs> up though they they give
1: you so little it was just enough to like make you want more but not enough to to satisfy any sense of hunger it was sick advent calendars are, are sick and then they reduce them all the moment it turns christmas right. yeah they
0: have no real value the chocolate and advent calendars no. they just charge the price they do because they know the kids Uh-oh. will buy them i remember once i went to the cinema and then after the cinema it was in january i went to uh, go home but i dropped by the shop and in the shop there was a uh, Peppa Pig advent calendars reduced to 20 pence, so I bought five. <laughs> the moral of the story is go to your local shops in January.
1: And buy five lots of Peppa Pig calendars. That's a wise man's <laughs> choice of any. I exactly. See.
0: They tasted even worse than they did. They tasted really bad.
1: Oh
2: boy, yeah. I need one now. Mm, I
0: don't know. Uh, don't know if, a... <laughs> good luck getting an advent calendar in <laughs> July. <laughs> Uh, anyone that you can find will definitely not be edible.
1: See, with New Vegas, right? I, yes, good When point. I think of like vaults, I can always think of like, you know, the Gary clones from Fallout 3 and a little, there's the one with the like fiddle and you've got to go ahead and roll and Agatha, in and run the buy I Vault 92. Yeah, and I can think of like, what are some vaults in New Vegas? Like, I can't, I can't think off the top of my head. I always um, I feel like I might have missed a lot of the vaults uh, from playing with friends and you and that. Like, what are cool vaults in New Vegas?
2: So that's a good question. One that I can't answer. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I don't think I've never even been in a vault in New Vegas. It so just like
1: completely crossed my mind that they were there. There must be. I know there must be, because I must have made memories with Gordon in vaults and stuff. And I just... But I can't think of it. Did all the vaults I can think of are just like uh, full three ones. I'm like
2: 35% sure that there's vault 11 in New Vegas. Vault 11? Which Let's one's vault see.
0: 11?
1: Uh, it's one of them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good answer. That is very much true. Vault 11. is It's
0: been so long.
1: The vault of Big Barry. The vault of Big, big Wasteland Barry.
2: Okay, so I've come to... um to the trusty trusty people yes vault and 11 yeah so it, there's vault 3 in new vegas vault okay. 11 um vault 13
1: these are currently vault numbers, 17 uh to which i do not know what are behind the, I, I do not know what's <laughs> behind the vault door i don't know <laughs> What's there? What what is vault, vault? Eleven seems to be a big one that comes up. What? What happens? Um, if vault takes most. This outrageous? vault was a
2: social experiment for testing human nature, most specifically the ability to sacrifice oneself for others and the ability to place ideals above one's own life. After the vault doors were closed, it was revealed that the residents that they were required to sacrifice one person each year. Eventually, an overseer made the selection process random instead of a vote, and a huge riot ensued. The survivors decided the face of the punishment of not selecting a person to sacrifice death however they were merely congratulated for not killing anybody all except one person committed suicide oh well that's fun
1: i guess it's fun. I, mean, I was looking for fun vaults it's not exactly you know what i would describe as fun fun but you know it's it's exciting there's life and death going on there i mean <laughs> I, d- I know there's that one in, uh, I want to say it's in 3, but I can't remember, there's one that they purposely left the door slightly ajar to see what would happen to the residents inside and obviously all the radiation leaks in and they all like die slowly, it's really horrible. But it was, I really
0: like, love the idea that they have like all these like vaults and they all have some sort of like experiment, there's a good idea. Yeah, it's horrible. Like, goes like, to, like, what if we leave the door slightly ajar? That's such
1: a—it's like they leave it like a like a tiny tiny bit. It's it's really messed up because it's like I remember at the time my friend talking about how awful Vault Tech were, and I was like, "What's wrong with Vault Tech? What's, what's the <laughs> big deal?" And then there's just like all these, It's like like ninety percent of the vaults were made with a specific flaw, so they could be like, "I wonder what would happen if these humans had a horrible horrible time." Hmm, maybe. But they here's would- the
2: real experience: What if we? Left the doors 100% open, then what mm. would happen?
1: That's a good, uh, that's worth an experiment. That's worth <laughs> at least 20 innocent lives to, to see what happens. I think so. Yeah, go for it. We should fund this. $100 million we is should this do. One
0: it? We should combine Love Island and our idea
1: <laughs> with Vault <with laughs> Tech, horrible. Yeah, it's
0: called Love Shelter. It's like a quarantine friendly version of Love Island. Uh, and we put everyone in the love shelter and or the love hot or whatever you want to call it and then <laughs> the we expose them to horrendous amounts, amounts of, of, radiation. of radiation with <laughs> the door wide open and see what happens.
1: I was really into Big Shazza, right? And then she turned into a big, horrible, freakish, mutated <laughs> fungus monster. I wasn't really feeling it after that. I'm going to have to go with... <laughs> Take her. <laughs> I was like,
0: trying to chat up like Charlotte, right, and then I like totally stopped being able to feel the right side of my face. <laughs> I think there's something horribly wrong with me. I,
1: I'm struggling to make sense of what's going on. Sounds like, sounds like uh, I want to say Sean Connery, that's not true. What's the fucking, who's, who's Austin Powers' dad? Uh,
0: Michael Caine Michael Caine
1: yeah why is Michael Caine in in (laughs) (laughs) Wasteland Love Island (laughs) people kept saying I
2: was too old
1: do you know do you remember (laughs) the one thing that like this was when I was very prone to uh, I would see things and I would just like be if if it was uh, even slightly scary I would just like Think I would just constantly think about it, and I would be shit scared of it. And I, I was running my friend's house, and I think this was around about the time that was like the PBG Enderman video, and I started looking at Slenderman before it was like a game, and it really got in my head, and I got really scared of it. But on New Vegas, the, the the graveyard, you can actually like sit down and listen, and you'll hear whispers, like inaudible whispers, yeah. and. Just the fact that it was inaudible meant that my brain just went crazy and was just like inventing all these horrific things that they were saying. And I, it, that combined with Man like messed me up. I hated that. Like I remember trying to play it off to my friend. Like I was like, ha ha, that's not scary. And then I was just like running home that night in the dark, just like hoping beyond <laughs> all hope that I wasn't like snatched up by some sinister beast in the woods. But here's know. the
2: question: Is Slenderman even scary anymore, based on like how much he's been used in games and movies?
1: No, he's <laughs> not. Especially since he's like, scopic has got a big silly. Yeah. He looks like he's wearing a morph suit, doesn't he? But particularly when I think, when you're a kid and you go on the internet, at least for me, because it's like sort of like a found footage thing. It's like you're finding this like, uh, in- like fake audio of like people like screaming and all this horrible. If you find this stuff you know, like, nothing's really there to tell you if it's the people pretending it's real. Like, now I'm more grown up, so I can be like, okay, that's people pretending. But, like, at the time, like, I knew that it was pretend, but, like, there was just, it was too much that I just, I was like, well, what if someone actually, that, that man is real, and those pictures of him staring at little kids from a playground, like, it just, it, I just, it freaks me out. And uh, particularly then, it was just, like, a silhouette. He was more, like, sort of, like, a... Uh, yeah, so it was less like a suit it was less like a morph suit in a in a big sort of business. He was kind of like just a big shadow. Kind of you know? like the hush
0: hush guys from
1: Yeah, Detroit. he does look kinda of like the hush guys from Buffy. It really freaked me out and in the Whispering in the Graveyards in uh in New Vegas, like I did not have a good time. I I spent a, at least over a year running home from my friend's house. Um, <laughs> I remember playing Pokemon black and white and and thinking that, like Thinking like I really need to go home before it gets dark. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to like run home because when it was day, apparently I I used to have to
0: do that as well. Uh, It was for different reasons. I was scared of Michael Jackson and Thriller and (laughs) Predator.
1: The little shop of horrors plant
0: and the little shop of horrors plant as well. That's a good one.
1: He is quite scary. He is. I'm very scared of the hee hee.
2: What's the hee hee? The library. Michael Jackson. Oh, Oh, is that Michael Jackson's (laughs) game?
1: Well, I just recently played a Dreamcast game called Space Channel 5, and I will keep it short, but essentially halfway through the game, he becomes a main character. Like Michael Jackson is just randomly in that game, and he becomes a main character. And when you save him from the enemies... He flies down from the screen and then the music starts projecting like loads of hee hees. It just starts going like. And he just does a little dance with you and then he's just like with you for the rest of the game. It's it's uh, straight it was a straight frightening experience uh, ordeal, <laughs> that's for sure. But did you have any like legitimate, I want to say like things? If you, Was there stuff like when you think of like when you're a kid and you see like something and it scared the shit out of you? Was there something that was like. Uh, like a, a kid's movie or just anything, that, like from a game or anything, they just like give you the spooks, should I say. When I
2: was a kid, I read the BFG. But here's the thing, I didn't read it. I read the name of it. And the, it was like this weird specific cover to the book where it was this, where it was the giant hand reaching down to the bed. And I thought that the... um. BFG stood for Big Freaky Giant. <laughs> and that scared the crap out of me. I was like, I don't want that. I don't want that to grab me out of my bed.
0: Bro, <laughs> that's that, so tragic. That was amazing.
1: That's tragic because it's like if only, if only you had read, then you would have, you would have substituted freaky for friendly. Just a huge, huge difference. <laughs> that being said, the intro to that. Uh, we had a VHS tape at, at Grams that we'd we of that, and the intro to the animated BFG was was a frightening time. It was like him in a huge cloak; you didn't see his face, and he went into the orphanage and like yanked the girl out of there. He had a big light, and he was like going across the rooftops. It's it's like it, it's like uh, it's it looks like horror at the beginning, like maybe horror horror is bad, but like some kind of uh, creepy thriller thing. So uh, I do not blame you for. Thinking he is a a big freaky giant because you could, (laughs) for sure, you could argue he is, he's still that, even when he's friendly. He's very, very scary, he's freakish. Yeah, I mean,
0: if you did see a hyper realistic, if you looked out your window and you saw the BFG, you'd fucking run.
1: I'd run. (laughs) Although our our dad kind of looks like the BFG. He does. So maybe I wouldn't, because our dad's very friendly. He is. Much like the BFG
0: much like the bfg
1: conspiracy theory time <laughs> mm-hmm. i hope my dad's not well actually i don't think i would Holy mind shit. if that if was bfg i don't think i'd mind i don't think i would care there's very little you know i you think, think I, in the end of the day i, think, it might I think
0: i could come to terms with it yeah i've just realized the time we've somehow managed to talk for one hour and a half already oh boy so, uh, I mean, we could talk Fallout all day. I think we, we'll let's do one more little round of Fallout. I think it deserves sort of mention. Um, I don't know, just one more thing. Any, anything else you want to talk about?
2: Nice memory. the Death clause at the start of New Vegas, where you like try to get to New Vegas and they just appear.
0: Fuck sure the death that. clause, Fuck the <laughs> death clause That fuck yeah. That's what we'll end the follow discussion on. Fuck death clause Dude,
1: Why are you so scared of death clause I'm bro. I'm not the fuck lie, I'm you a great, up. I'm that's a great why. Epic big boy so Shut I'm, up. Stop being scared. This me. is
0: not time to be sarcastic. Like, I'm scared. To, I'm death scared
1: clause. by the concept. I'm scared by whispers. Okay, not by giant fiends with huge claws. Yeah. Like, just by people whispering, that's what frightens me apparently. Okay.
0: Fuck Death Boss <laughs> and also in Fallout 3, fuck Dunwich building because that place was fucked up and scary.
1: That's the ghouls in that. Yeah,
0: that's the one that kept you kept you go through and it keeps flashbacks. It keeps putting you in flashbacks oh. of like the scientist that was turning into oh, bro, it's horrible. It literally gave me nightmares. So, fuck that, Floss. That's where we're going to end Fallout discussion.
1: Mm. Um, Do you have a favorite, like, segment in Fallout New Vegas or mission or just it's what? Yeah, just anything that's, like, really, like, you're like, oh, that thing in Fallout New Vegas. Does anything spring to mind?
2: Killing Mr. House and taking over New Vegas.
0: Do You know, that's good that you brought that up because Mr. House was born this week. He's born this week? Yeah. Really? Like his his birthday in lore, like if if you look, oh. uh, it was this week in real life. It was twenty twenty. So he was born at the end of June twenty twenty.
1: If if start. you would like to, if that's your one of your highlights of the game, you yeah. could actually bring it to life and kill him as a small infant.
0: Yeah, he's here somewhere kicking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, where is I'd he born? Down.
0: Let's find out. <laughs> I find. I'm gonna find out what what state he was born okay, yeah, in for a you, Mr. Right. House. Mickey.
1: Horrific act. We don't. Them. We do not
0: condone the murdering of infant children.
1: Uh, I would. I would probably. Man,
0: I'm actually, that's crazy. pretty close.
1: Sir House was going? born in
2: Las Vegas, in Nevada, Nevada is only like one
0: or two states away from me. So.
1: Go for it, man. Go Why
0: did we even have to look that it. up? Of course he was born in fucking New Vegas. What's a, what's a, a, <laughs> Vegas? What's a quick days. little
1: pillow? What's a quick little pillow on a tiny infant? What's that? It's, it's nothing, really. I mean, at that point, you may as well go for it.
2: I just had to get the birth certificate to know if I actually kill the right one. And if I don't, eh.
1: Uh, you know, it's like potato, <laughs> potato you know, baby bae, uh, they all look the same. You just substitute for another one.
0: Yeah, he was born <laughs> June 25th, 2020.
1: Damn well that really
0: says something about the future of 2020 uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah not good guys not good that's one thing is like you we were talking about playing the dlc again i have somehow in all my Fallout watching and uh, have managed to avoid pretty much all of the dlc for new vegas i only really know that there's big light up s uh, like um rad scorpions and that's about it that's that's the extent of my knowledge of the new vegas dlc do you Uh, Have any nice DLC comments? Is the DLC good of New Vegas?
2: Um, haven't
0: played the DLC either. Holy shit! Look at that, (laughs) bro! Oh my god, that's fun. You have to. I mean, I'm about to replay them. I'm kind of in a similar situation. They're kind of, I imagine, in a similar part of my brain that. There are two years, even though they don't exist. Because
1: you can't have played it enough for me to. You must have played it. At I only Rory's played place. it. Yeah,
0: I've only really played them through once, and in a bit of camis. So, but I mean, is there not part of you that is like my favorite game in the world has more levels? It's there like, is
2: the part of me with that is just money. But yeah. speaking of money, it's only the. It's, new it's, Vegas it's, Ultimate is eight dollars right now on I Steam. I was literally
0: gonna say it's in the Steam Summer Sale
2: yeah I mean it's
0: it, one it, of those do it, do it, do things
1: it. I know it's still, it's still $8 $8 you know it depends depends where you're at because even for me that would be kind of like a little like what, like uh, you know $8 but even if it was like if you plan ahead and you can get it now and just whenever you're feeling like playing New Vegas again it's there for you you know because I don't think that to me that's not like a wasted purchase because it's all, it's almost yes. a, a question of like oh, it's like sure. when are you going to get around to it rather yeah. than like if because you already know that you love New Vegas so it's just kind of like and yeah. I can see what the DLC is like.
0: No, yeah, go for it. It's on Steam so Now's the good time. Okay, yep. well, uh, tell us uh, in a sort of uh, round off uh, what you've got going on. So you have a YouTube channel, is that correct? And a Twitch channel? Oh, yeah.
2: So what I do is I stream on Twitch, just uh, random games, Terraria, Minecraft, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I edit down those that the Twitch thing to just like highlights, and then I oh. upload it to YouTube.
0: Okay, nice one. So uh, remind us again uh, what username slash monocle we can find you under. I mean, um,
2: it's that gamer guy thirty seven because they wouldn't let me do it without numbers for some reason. So that's fun.
0: <laughs> okay, dokie well the link to the
1: twitch the YouTube channel will be in the description below 37 is a significant number because it's the number okay, of, of infant children he has killed oh wow pillows okay. I, i'm assuming you would like on to his, deny that on his weight, <laughs> on his hey, weight i will
0: not <laughs> accept or deny that
1: Okay, he's, he's not just denying there.
0: it. Well, better way to promote your channel, than Not denying the <laughs> fact that you may or may not have killed 37 infant children. will just uh, be part of my war that nobody knows if it's true or not. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> I, if you'd like to check out this guy who may or may not have... Uh, part of the lives of 37 infant children we're gonna go
1: with me not i'm gonna go with me not based on i would
0: like to believe in my heart from the conversation we've had and the friendship we have formed that you have not taken the life of 37 infant children but you're not going to confirm or deny that so you (laughs) know if you would like to check this guy who very probably has not taken the life of 37 children i'll say (laughs) then please do check out uh davis it's been an absolute pleasure thank you for uh coming on the show
2: yeah um thanks for letting me on it was really fun
0: oh no it was was really nice
1: because obviously i'm substituting for cammy so i'm just sort of of like middle ground so i apologize that you couldn't have had a little chat with cammy d because i'm sure that would have been really nice but as a sort of you know experience of of going on and just getting to chat to, to a stranger essentially you know it was really nice to uh, chat to someone as down turf as yourself and just have a we chat, some chat about games and that. It's just, just nice, isn't it? Yeah. It is
0: appreciate nice. that. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. I as like well. talking to people.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's oh, really sure giving knows. your time. I know that's the big deal with this, but you're really, you know, you're, you're giving your own time for this stuff or something, you know, that's, you know, can be quite intimidating. I, I appreciate it a lot. So thank you very much uh, for coming on and talking about these things.
0: Yeah, no problem yeah no i really appreciate it and i want to thank leo leo uh, it was being a bit modest there but he uh, did have some very very good questions uh i think he definitely did a lot more prep than i normally do and and i should <laughs> kind of sort of highlighted why i should sort of do more prep because it was some very nice and interesting questions so i thank you leo for for helping me in my time of need um hope. it's
1: okay i'm the hero Leo's the hero, <laughs>
0: Mad Lad Chad, four Chris's all in one. Uh Leo Four Chris. Who's the
1: fourth?
0: Uh Chris Hemsworth, Chris, Chris Evans, Chris Hardwick, and uh, no,
1: Chris O'Neill.
0: Chris O'Neill. There is four, right? Where's Chris, 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 Pratt, Chris, Pratt, Pratt, Chris, Pratt, Chris Hemsworth? Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, and Chris. Chris
1: Pine's <laughs> Chris he's the he's the uh, in the pointy or star Trek man.
0: Yeah, I thought we were talking about the
1: Chris's oh yeah sorry well yeah okay yeah <laughs> let's just let's just right, assume I'm okay. dazzlingly handsome yeah okay
0: extreme charisma. yeah 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 uh, uh and yes so also a big th- thank you because uh, last week was our our guest cancelled on a special because our guest cancelled on us so uh it, you know it really highlighted uh you know just uh I'm especially grateful to you this week for uh responding instantly on twitter instantly like that very reliable responsible uh uh, responsible i I didn't mean that in a way i meant it like as in you respond i don't know if you're responsible
1: respondable
0: respondable yeah you could be completely you sound pretty responsible but i don't know you i mean you you must be very responsible if you've not made the decision to invest like eight dollars to buy like, DLC for a game you love. You must be very financially responsible. That's my assessment of you from what little I know about you. Although, well, thank there, you. there is the looming mystery of the infant children, but that would make you yeah, very... That all is, kind of just it depends, it depends
2: on if I'm responsible or not Yeah, as the that children. would That would <laughs>
0: very quickly go to the other end of the scale. Ooh,
1: did um, kill children? Who knows?
0: Spooky! Uh, okay, well, I think that's a better time than ever uh, to round it off, so uh thanks once again davis uh please do yeah. check out his channel uh okay. and his twitch which will be starting to hit up the old twitch again soon so i've we've streamed once before and i've been spending some time planning the schedule and set up so i will be also coming on twitch uh, davis so maybe you can show me the ropes a bit along with my old friend jelly oh okay uh, so
1: yeah. you, it, it's solely uh it's like you're describing sort of like minecraft terraria and that just like streaming on twitch and oh. you have done uh like what kind of youtube videos and that
0: yeah yeah that's so yeah so um yeah i'll be on there so i'll put um you know as i say everyone's link in the description blah blah blah, blah. and thanks again for joining us join us next week for episode 18 bye i know
2: that i'm watching episode 18
1: Hell yeah! Hell yeah! yeah. Which I will be absent in, but in there I will be there in spirit. Hopefully, a name drop, several name drops. Who knows? Only time will tell.
0: Who knows? Maybe you might hear the shut of the toilet
1: door. Oh yes, Leo goes (laughs) to the toilet. The rummaging of me in the background grabbing a snack in the kitchen. Here's hoping. Leo's late afternoon snack. Uh, avid viewers, avid viewers, will hear hear the distant ASMR of me. If if anyone
0: can point out the timestamp that Leo the, gets his late afternoon snack, the in the, Muck episode, bang in the background, then you then you win uh, one dollar. Wow! So I, 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 need I can't to participate in this. I can't afford to front anymore. <laughs> uh, on that note, on that devastating note, uh, <laughs> goodbye.
1: Yeah, really nice talking to you, man. Yeah. Really appreciate this. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yep, yeah, so I'll just what I'll do is I'll start recording. You don't have to like instantly stop talking, but that's I, I like really how
2: it. we've tried to stop it like five times and each time we just started talking again. Sure. <laughs> hey, look, that-